Hello and welcome to PlayStation. Oh, I forgot what the name. A problematic sticker. <laughs> Leave that in. We're not editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the problematic sticker anime podcast. <laughs> I'm your host Gary, and I'm already a screw up. But I'm joined by two more screw ups with me. Alfonso, say hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello. hello. I'm hello. not going down alone. <laughs> PlayStation sticker podcast. <laughs> How is Alfonso doing today? I'm good, but even better because you told me some great news that's now on HBO Max. Yeah, Pachito's baby. Pachito's on HBO Max. You're saying Dragon Ball Super Heroes is on HBO Max now. Oh, oh my such God. good news. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sad times. No, Young Justice is on HBO Max. It's not an yes. anime, but it is an animated show, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go watch it, because it's one of the best animated shows out there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Titans. The live yes. action. Yeah. Titans shows officially on HBO Max now. Go yep. watch the first two seasons, because season three uh, comes out in December. You already know what I'm going to do when we finish this podcast. Masturbate? Wow. No, Gary. Go, go to work? Binge. <laughs> binge watch. I thought you had work today. Hey, I binge when we finish. I binge going to work. I binge on break. You're just watching at work. I think your job is just to watch stuff. I mean, You're not giving me any else. scoop. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to have you on, Alfonso. Yep, yep. Ben. You're also here in the sinking ship with me. And I here. How's it going? Yes, I am. <laughs> How are his been today? I'm not bad, thank you. How about you? Oh, you know, just trying to not to die from a deadly virus that some people just ignore is even a thing. <sighs> but overall, it's been a great week. You know, we have new leadership. Mm-hmm. Which some of us here consider it a good thing. Others probably don't. Um, a lot of people don't, actually. <laughs> but more people do. Um, In England, I we... think it's, for me, I think it's a good thing. But I also scared. <laughs> yes. We are also scared for what's going to come in the next couple months here. <laughs> but to help us stem that fear, we're getting the PS5 in four days. You still gotta wait a week, unfortunately. Yeah. But maybe you'll be lucky and somehow get it early. I don't know. Anything's possible. <laughs> or you'll go into such a lockdown that you won't even be able to get food. We don't know. <laughs> a lot can happen in a week. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hope not here. Trust me, not here. <laughs> well, I hope nothing bad happens to any of us. Uh, yeah, so, yep. Yeah. But. We're not here to talk about PlayStation 5 and video games, even though we always want to. We're here to talk about cartoons made in Japan called anime. And that's what we're going to do. Quickly now, The Promised Neverland, Season 2, premieres in January, Episode 1. Yes! January 18th, coming to Crunchyroll. I'm not sure about Funimation yet. Subtitled, not dubbed, so obviously, who knows when the dub is going to come. It took a while to get the first season dubbed, but it's coming! Finally! It was delayed. It was supposed to be here, I believe, in October or November of this year. It was pushed to January because of COVID concerns, but it's finally coming! Are you guys excited? This is, I think, one of our favorite, best animes that we watched, personally, in my opinion. Yes, it is. Um... Yeah, I'm so looking forward to this. You already know. I hate cliffhangers. That cliffhanger at the end <laughs> pissed me off so much. And I was like, when is this coming? Did you have mentioned this, Gary? October. October came. Nothing. I was like, okay, when is this coming? Now you tell me January. We got a date. We got the month. I cannot wait. Subtitles or not, I cannot wait. This is one of my favorite animes that we recommended, that you recommended for this year. And yeah, I'm so looking forward to this. 
still looking forward to this. So yes, I cannot yeah. wait. Sorry, January seventh will be the first premiere. So no, <laughs> yeah, on Fuji TV. Yeah. So actually, I'm not sure if it's gonna be on Crunchyroll day one. I'm pretty sure it will be though. Uh. <sighs> oh, I feel sorry for Chan. Sony buys out that company as well. <laughs> so, yeah, Sony's <laughs> just buying everything. Uh, yeah. But Ben, are you excited? Did you enjoy Promise Neverland? It wasn't bad. Um, I wouldn't say I'm super excited, but I'll definitely yeah watch it. It's one of those things that yeah I'll, I'll watch it. I'll, mainly if we set as an anime of the week, that'd be good. I'm on it. I'll probably wait <laughs> until it's finished though. <laughs> so, so I'll be oh, until wait late 2021. <laughs> Or we could just bring our, like, what we used to do with Naruto and review episodes as they come out. Hey, that works for me. Yeah. That works for me. Or in um, this case, probably review two episodes based, depending on how they come out, of course. <laughs> yeah, there's also a live-action show being developed by Amazon, so I don't exactly know when that is premiering, but there was a trailer for that released a couple months ago. So that's mm. coming. So it is getting a live action adaptation. But speaking of it, Ben, you brought it up. We didn't have a chance to talk about it last week on the anime podcast because we didn't have an anime podcast last week. But Sony is planning to buy Crunchyroll for $970 million. That's a lot of money. It's yeah, interesting. It money. It's interesting because Sony, of course, from people who don't know, own have a stake of 95% in Funimation, so they essentially yeah. own Funimation, um, which is a, the biggest competitor in streaming to Crunchyroll. So now Sony essentially wants to monopolize all anime streaming services. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even say they were. Uh, I wouldn't even say they were competition because it wasn't Funimation part of Verve at one point until Sony bought out Funimation. I think Sony owned Verve. And then they bought out Funimation, shut down Verve, and now we just have Funimation. As far as I am aware. I'm not sure, though. But Crunchyroll... Yeah, October, 20, October 18, 2018, Funimation was, part, was leaving Verve. Mm-hmm. So... Okay. Um, I don't know when Sony... Funimation was bought. Well... Yeah, Sony also owns uh, Aniplex, which produces some great anime as well. Aniplex um, is one of those anime studios where it's really hard to find their shows on streaming services. Mm-hmm. Um, very hard. But they do exist sometimes when Aniplex feels like putting them on there. But Sony does own Aniplex. They own Funimation. Now they want to own Crunchyroll. Uh, why do you guys feel like this is such a big thing for Sony? Because they're obviously heavily pursuing this. Why do they want Crunchyroll when they already have Funimation? Alfonso, we, we took the, we talked about this last week, and a week later, and I still don't know. I I'm still puzzled. I I don't get it. Like they already have Funimation, and like. Which is like one of the huge anime services out there, and I know Crunchyroll is just as big, but I I find it confusing that you already have this dominant service, and you're trying to buy another one. Which I think, which I would think you would use this money to buy a publisher or a developer like Microsoft did with Bethesda. I don't get it. I don't know what's their game, their you know their end game plan with this. So I, I, I don't know. I'm just as lost. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Ben? Thoughts? Clearly, it's a secret plan to eventually own Namco Bandai by owning all the anime licenses. Which they buy out. Which means... <laughs> <laughs> Namco Bandai only has, makes games based on Funimation's animes. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, <laughs> <laughs> then no matter which anime Damco Bandai makes the game of Sony owns. Secret plan. 
wow. Um, so that's your thought. It's just a secret plan. That's why they want. That's what I think. Money. More money? Just well, we, do you like, think they'll combine the two streaming services, or just get rid of one and keep the other one and move everything over? Crunchy Mation. Crunchy Mation. Funny rolls. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Of course, Funimation uh, arguably owns the biggest franchises of anime out there. They own the Dragon Ball license. They own the Naruto license, the One Piece license. Uh, they own the My Hero Academia license, uh, which are essentially the biggest franchises of anime out there. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist is also under Funimation. Um, Crunchyroll, though the bigger streaming service, um, it'll be interesting to see what what this is going to lead to. Um, I wonder if it's more of a purchase because Crunchyroll's um, streaming app is better than Funimation's. I will 100% admit it's 100% better. The Funimation app sometimes drives me up the goddamn wall of, of how it oh, operates sometimes. That website it's so horrible. so much on my laptop. It's so bad. Like uh, it's terrible. Um, but is it ago, also? We watching the, I can't remember anime was a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had to keep go the Bikini Warriors. That was it. I had yeah. to keep going back to the episode list because it would it wouldn't go to the next episode when I pressed like next. I had to yeah, go it's back it's a disaster. Season list. Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's a complete disaster. Sometimes it just drives me up the wall. Especially when you're watching something long like One Piece and it's just doing weird shit half the time. It's like, oh my god, I have to scroll down like 40 episodes just to get to the one I was on. Oh, it's insane. Um, so yeah, maybe it's to acquire their original animes. Crunchyroll does have their own original animes. Um, but I don't feel like they'll be worth $970 million. Um, but we'll see. Um, well, they yeah, Crunch... $1.7 at one point, didn't they? Yes, uh, that would be Warner Brothers and AT&T Media, who own Crunchyroll through the subsidiary of Otter Media Holdings, uh, which is also owned by Warner Brothers. So, yes, Warner Brothers right now... Media. Otter, yes. O-T-T-E-R. Um, <laughs> I'm looking them up. I, I, I was really hoping that it was just like... A cartoon otter with like a clamshell on its stomach <laughs> with the name of the, the, the company on the clamshell. Nice. I wanted that to be their logo. <laughs> yeah, so like you said, uh, Warner Brothers was willing to sell Crunchyroll for, what did you say, $1.5 billion? I can't remember. It was quite a lot. It was quite a lot. I remember this too, yeah. Um, but obviously now it looks like they're settling for around, I'm not going to say the exact number, but around 970 million is the reported yeah. number. Um, so very interesting move. Uh, we know Funimation also had a partnership with Crunchyroll uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, that um, collaboration ended when Sony bought them out. So Sony bought them out in 2018. 18. Yeah, so in 2017 was uh, 2016 was when the partnership was happening, and then once Sony bought Funimation, that partnership ended. So interesting. I do really want to know what's going on behind the scenes of why Sony's so heavily pursuing this. Um, it might also have to do with the video games division of Sony because Sony have said uh, that they do want to make more games based on anime properties, but Again, they have so many good anime properties. What does Funimation bring you? Or what does Crunchyroll bring to you? Who knows? It's definitely interesting news, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Any other news stories that you guys know of in the anime world for us it's to all be excited? Story. Um, and sorry for anyone who heard the little audio for a second there, because I was loading up the video to check what it was exactly. Um, there's talks about the original Dragon Ball getting rebooted. Not Z, but the original. <gasps> gimme, 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 gimme. Because the company that makes Dragon Ball has 
um, licensed a load of websites under Dragon Ball Official. <gasps> so, started uh, on the 8th of this year, updated the this then on the 10th, and the, the, the URL lasts until the, uh, 2022. We had no more information about that, but we just know that it's the company that makes Dragon Ball that has bought the license and, yeah. Please. Dragon Ball Official. Oh God! Please give me a action RPG of the original Dragon Ball. If they Maybe make so it nice. similar to Kakarot, uh, Master Roshi, <laughs> give me Master a reboot. Roshi. Yeah. Wait, so this of the anime? Yes. Yeah, or the manga? It's animated anime, maybe. Nobody knows. People speculate in anime. Could be a game. Could be an anime. Could be anything. We don't know. It's just could be a that. new Dragon Ball movie. Yeah. Interesting. So, hey, give me more Kid Goku. It was the best time. Yeah, real Kid <laughs> Goku. By the way, we're talking about not GT Kid Goku. Oh God, don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I like GT in a way, I will still say that GT was really well done. In context. you know, I would be, I would be really cool and very happy if this is like a prequel to Dragon Ball, like when. Goku first arrives on Earth, and it's all about Grandpa Gohan and his story and how he became who he was raising Kid Goku. Mm-hmm. I'll take that prequel any day. Or a Master Roshi prequel. Yes. <laughs> how did he become a perv? Then there's me. I'll take an alternate universe with Bartok. Oh, I'll, take, I'll take the old universe where Mastico's made where uh, Genie survi- Gene survives and comes to Earth with Goku. Oh my god! I love some of his alternate story stuff. Is is what ifs? Like the what if Brody was good? Brody's good because of meets Ghost Hen and stuff like that. There's so many funny <laughs> ones. Um, one second. What if the Ginyu Force turned good? What if Vegeta was the first Super Saiyan? Uh, what if Freezer turned good? Ended at last. I could never imagine that. The storyline was that Freezer wasn't good, but was, you know, nicer than he is in the original storyline. He's not good, because he'll still murder people, but he's, yeah. That storyline ended with Freezer versus Cell, and then Freezer going Golden Freezer versus Cell. <laughs> the fact that he needs to go Golden to beat Cell, come on, man. Oh my god. <laughs> At this point, Yamcha can probably beat him. <laughs> Not back then, no. This was based on Cell Saga still. Oh, okay. He wasn't even fully Basically. golden. It was like a mix of... Because in that story, he still became Mecha Freezer, so only half of him was golden. The rest of it is still limited by Mech. Did he overheat like Ur? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's why you gotta make them steam powered, man. <laughs> I can't. Uh, so yeah, go check either out way, the channel, by the way. Good good YouTube stuff from there. He covers the either way, so often and makes what ifs. The cell loses again. Like he deserves to. <sighs> <laughs> well, thanks for that. that. Actually, listen to the um, what if because he's well, I've never listened to the what if the Ginyu Force turned good. And it looks like the next one has Android, whatever the one with the hat, the trucker hat, and so. Look at my trucker hat. <laughs> oh boy! I love the fact that Legends gave him the trucker hat, and you, there's a little. It's not an Easter egg, really, but if you get hit once, he the the hat falls off his head. So it, it's it's like a thing where you gotta try and beat. The opponent online without getting hit once just so you can have the windscreen with the hat because otherwise he loses his trucker hat trucker hat oh boy wow. yeah, dragon ball <laughs> abridged uh, dragon ball fun times so thanks for that info i'm that actually gets me a little excited more dragon mm-hmm. ball yeah give me original dragon ball also i was gonna bring but... it up last week but i forgot to bring it up but PS5's out next week, right? 
Sure, Where sure. is Xenoverse? Where is Xenoverse? That is a good question. That was announced for the PS5, Where and then it? it vanished. Is it going to be a launch title? Maybe they miswrote something and tried to say that it's just going to be backwards compatible with enhancements. Maybe. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But kudos to them for still supporting the game. Ah, shall we then move on to the anime of the bye week as yeah, it's yeah. now known this was my recommendation uh, it's called Angel Beats about a bunch of kids in a high school who are being hunted by an angel trying to kill them even though they can't die every time they die they come back to life and Repeat. They still feel the pain of death, and it's terrible, but they don't actually die. Their wounds become healed. Um, yes, so I recommended this. I have seen this anime multiple times, because I just think it's hilarious. Um, and it does have some sad moments, especially leading up towards the end. But it's fun. It's a fun anime with fun characters. Um, kind of a unique story, I felt. Um, and the action sequences were pretty damn fun in this. Um, ben, did you get a chance to finish it? It was really depressing. I got to about episode seven. You felt it was really depressing? <laughs> it really was. <laughs> did you did you watch the right anime? I think so. <laughs> Hopefully. Because Alfonso's been laughing the whole time he's been watching. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now that I've read the rest of it, because I, I looked online to see what I missed. It gets even okay. worse. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it does get a little a little sad towards the end. Uh, but it's also kind of a happy ending, because the characters get to move on and finally go to the place they should go. Um, so let's kind of talk about that really quickly. Um, essentially, so spoilers, um, they're essentially... In purgatory, they're stuck because mm -hmm. they can't move on to the afterlife. They died in the real world, um, and this is essentially like a gateway between going to heaven or being stuck because they have essentially unsolved issues. Um, mm -hmm. Angel, who they constantly fear, who believe is trying to force them to essentially move on or disappear or die permanently as they believe is what's going to happen to them. Um, because she essentially follows all the rules. And if you follow all the rules, then you'll disappear. And whatever happens to you, happens to you. Um, of course, later we find out that Angel herself is also just stuck there. She's just a normal person who has extraordinary abilities. Um, and she's still, she herself was also trying to move on. She's just better, I guess, I don't want to say educated than everybody else, but she's smarter. <laughs> she's always doing the work. Um, but yes, there are a lot of funny moments in this show. Um, Alfonso, you particularly like the dude with the giant axe, or is it a hammer? I don't remember what he has now. Yeah, the axe. Yeah. The axe, who's constantly just springing his own traps and getting killed all the time. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, your thoughts, uh, then, on essentially how this anime plays out. Um, you said you liked a lot of it, but you also disliked some parts towards the end. Not, okay, not including the comedy, because the comedy is what makes this anime <laughs> funny. My problem with this anime is them not moving on. Like, at first. Okay, yes, my, my views changed towards the ending. But at first, learning that, okay, they die. They, ha they, they all have some type of trauma or something that they're dealing with. Not, not, all of them, not all of them has to do with death, in a way. Some are tragic. I mean, yes, they have to do with death. But some are tragic. Some are not really. But... They all die, like you said, they all are in purgatory. And my problem with it is that yes, these stories these stories are sad and they die. 
but they can't die. And they choose not to move on because they feel Angel is the real goal. So they choose to stay and fight. I have a problem with that. Like, you're, you're, and I, and I, and I get it. Some of them are having trouble to process it, to move on because they, they're afraid. They don't know what's going to happen. If they, in terms of the anime, get obliterated. And I get that. But watching it until towards like the last three episodes, I was pissed with it. Like, you, you have the ability, you like, you know that you're dead. And you have the ability to just accept that type of task to move on. And you chose not to because you're in your in their eyes, they're following whoever the girl, um, the girl, the leader with the wish. They have some they have some stupid names when it comes to their group. <laughs> every minute they change the name. <laughs> they but change the name every time. Whoever her name is, like you follow her because it's a oh angel is this type of person, she wants to do this, blah blah blah. Also, you choose to say so I had a problem with that. I did. I did not felt no type of emotions, even when they was telling some of their backstories of how they died. I didn't feel nothing because in the end, y'all choosing to stay and not move on. So, I, I yeah, didn't... Oh, oh, the, yeah, the way on, I yeah. saw it, um, for for some of them, I felt like it was the fear of losing all the friends that they've made, um, and the fear and the acceptance of of death. I feel like that's kind of the overall point of the show is the acceptance of dying um and i think that's what makes it in a way sad for a lot of the characters um and yeah we we get to see some of their backstories we don't unfortunately get to see everybody's backstory um uh-huh. but towards the end they're essentially forced to to accept death because this imaginary fake world that they're living in is being destroyed like time mm-hmm. is running out, you know, the NPCs as they call them or things that are just there. They're not actual people. They're just there to help them transition. Um, they're being consumed by this weird darkness monsters stuff. Um, yeah. And it, essentially they're all going to be consumed by it. And from the way I understood it, these things essentially send you to hell instead of to heaven. So they were in a way forced to either accept their death or be dragged down. Um, and, you know, we saw towards the end, I think it was the last four or five of the big main characters and how they essentially accept what happens to them. Uh, and we do find out that the only way they can move on is not only accept the fact that they're dead, uh, but to finish off all their essentially, um, unfinished business you know we know one of the characters wanted to learn uh how to do a whole bunch of stuff she had a bucket list like learning to play baseball um learning to do a suplex which uh, the yeah, main character true. just got annihilated <laughs> that was so funny, <laughs> just yeah. getting suplexed over and over again breaking his neck <laughs> you know they all had unfinished business that they had to finish before they can move on and you know, I think that comes to where a lot of the sad moments happen is a lot of their unfinished business is tragic and it's sad. Um, and the fact that they will never see each other again. And they've been, uh, most of them have been living in this world for years and years and years. Um, so I think that's where I think the, the big story moments for me are is we get to see a lot of these characters in these fun and exciting and action-packed moments, but then at the end of the day, you know, they're all very vulnerable characters uh, who have serious issues that they had to deal with um, that they have to move on from. And those issues are very hard to move on from for a lot of people, and even in real life, who are still alive. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, story-wise, that's what I took out of it, at least. Um, it's definitely a story about accepting death and that eventually comes for us all. Um, and yeah, we have unfinished business. Everybody's going to have unfinished business before they died. I can't name one person who I feel personally did everything they wanted to do before they died. 
This is why people make a bucket list when they find out they have terminal cancer. They want to do all these things before they die. Um, uh-huh. You know, and it's sad. It is, but it's life. You can't change it. Um, but yeah, let's talk about some of the fun stuff, though. Um, yeah. Comedy. Comedy gold in a lot of these episodes. <laughs> yep. Um, when they're first going into the underground base, the where gil. they're building the weapons, the gil- <laughs> and the axe guy again. You're gonna be the first one to die. He tells the main character, and the next scene, he's like drowned and dead in the water. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was brilliant, man. I love that character. Um, yeah, yeah. Is is with him is is that he feels that the main character is after the girl. Like in terms mm-hmm. of like love interest, and he's always trying to like get in a fight with him, but it 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 ends up causing him to die, and that's mm-hmm. what that's what makes it so that's what makes it so funny. And even in the very first episode, when they're having the little meeting, and he tries to get in the door, and he springs the trap and gets killed. Yeah, he gets knocked out the window, and in that same episode, he revives, comes back, and forgets the strap is still there, and gets killed again with the same thing. so brilliant and obviously there's that one episode in the classroom where (laughs) with the chairs (laughs) yo that's my favorite episode where they they essentially have this plan to ask angel to go on a date for whatever i don't even remember what the reason was no the plan was that they feel Angel, because she follows, she's a, she's well-known. So they feel if they switch her results in terms of her test, then the, the, the students and the teachers will look down on her and that, that would demote her from being president so she can't run things. Uh-huh. So they come up with these elaborate plans to do these certain things to distract her to switch her test results in the end to get to the teacher. And, you know, certain characters would do something, but it's not distracting her, so <laughs> go on, Gary, finish it. Yeah, so the leader of the Undying Club, or whatever they're called, she, like, ejects them from the seat and <laughs> shoots them up into the ceiling, killing them to oh, distract no, her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And she does it to the same guy twice. So then the third time, he's like, no, I'm not getting ejected again. Have somebody else do it. So somebody else does it, and he stands up in class, and he starts screaming, will you please go out with me? And then Angel's like, you should make this so public and ask me so publicly. No, she We're said, still she in class. Me a different time. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And she still ejects the same guy. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> all pissed off. He's like, why did you do it to me? He failed, not me. <laughs> and she, her reason was because she didn't expect him to um, prevent, um, pro- progress his love so, like, openly. So he, he commended her, commended him for doing so. That's why he had to be the bait. <laughs> I was like, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, that episode was fantastic. Oh. <laughs> Too good. But yeah, there there's a lot of great moments. Um there's also mm-hmm. some some great action sequences I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A lot of the the combat sequences with them going up against Angel and obviously she's just like them, but because she's a student body president, that gives her different abilities for some uh-huh. reason to keep everybody else in line. So she's like uber powerful. Um, but she's also kind of like a machine in a way where she programs her own moves if she wants to. Um, yeah. And those fighting sequences I thought were pretty great. Um, and then later on we find out that one of the students is a psychopath. He wants to live in this world permanently uh, because he wants to control it. And he kind of creates a second version of her trying to kill everybody else of Angel. Um, which then they find out that it's actually one person that's been split in two. Um, 
and they have to kind of put them together to to fix the the problem that's going on. Um, so a lot of stuff happened in this anime. Uh, unfortunately for me, uh, I wanted to be more, or I wanted to be longer, but I felt like twelve episodes was a pretty good length for it. Um, because they could have just dragged it on for a lot of filler stuff, which in this kind of anime, I think filler would be great because I'm sure it would be a lot of humorous moments. Yeah. Uh, but I felt like 12 episodes is pretty good. Um, what about you? You guys think the length was okay? I wanted to, I wanted more for the simple fact that we didn't get a lot of backstory. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like that when she woke up out of her, like, let's just say coma, in a way, all her friends were gone, and you only had the, the remaining four, the, the remaining main four, and they all, you know, obliterated because of fighting those ghost-type things. They, they all accepted it. Because her main mission was to, like, end this. Like, end this, and they said, oh, we're gonna stay back and fight all this. Because they know that she was gonna take care of it, and when she w woke up, they were all gone. I don't, I didn't like that they went out like that, not knowing their backstory and how they went out. And I had a problem with that, and I wish we had more episodes to see that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what about you, Ben? I know you didn't get to finish it, but uh, from what you saw, I, well, I saw, I really enjoyed it. Um, you did. Uh, it was I said, it got a bit sad, and that's what kind of put me off and other things. Um, but yeah, I I think I'll go back and watch the rest of them. I think there's like five episodes left. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's only four, twelve four. episodes. So. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, the the end. I thought the final episode was very well done. Uh, where it all they're all essentially graduating themselves. And accepting, uh -huh. they already know what they have to do to move on, um, and just watching them one by one kind of disappear was kind of heartbreaking to watch, uh, especially when it came down to the last person. Um, selfish. I'm sorry. He's selfish. <laughs> He's selfish. And I, I wanted to talk about this, like from Please what do. we learned, what we learned from him, because they did his past. And how he was, he's trying to be a doctor and the, the whole train scene. And he's basically, he's the leader because of how he was dividing the water and the food and trying to help people. And then he's, he makes a sacrifice to give up his organs. And the fucked up shit is about that when he, they, they finally got to free him, you know, freedom from the, the, the rocks, he was the one that perished. So yeah, he helps. But then... You do this graduation, you you basically the one who's leading the graduation. You do this graduation, you have everyone accept it. You 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 confess your love to Angel, but then you want her to stay. Like that's selfish. Then what was the point of doing that? And I and I say that because eventually when she does leave, you see him leave towards the end of the outro. Like they show each of them, each of each one of them disappearing. And that's how the way they went out. And he was the last one. So what was the point of Dude, saying that, like, selfish, selfish. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> selfish. Um, maybe I saw it more as okay. He helped everybody else move on. He found out exactly what was. He was the first one to find out what was really going on. Um, and he convinced everybody to essentially move on in their in their in this existence. And I felt like what happened with him is he had. A crisis of his own. This is essentially what everybody else went through: was not accepting their own fate. And I think towards the end is kind of where he went. Like he wanted to stay with her because he was in love with her. You know, he fell in love, and he knows that obviously she's gone. He's never going to see her again. Um, so and we thought. well, so we thought, yes. But you know, it's to me, it's just one of those things where. It's he just can't accept his own death. Like he convinced everybody else to accept it, but he himself can't accept it. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how I saw it. Um, and he wanted to stay in this world where they can be hurt, their feelings 
can't be hurt, you know, he can be happy in this world because he knows real life sucks balls, you know, and he wants to stay in this world where everything he can imagine can happen. Um, and she convinces him, no, we have to go. And we do eventually see that he does move on, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. during the credits. Um, yeah. So I don't, I, I, I don't want to say he's 100% selfish. I just feel like throughout the whole show, he never, he was never like any of the other characters. He was always for doing the right thing. And well, not then, at first, because at first he wanted to get obliterated, which was weird. Like, he didn't want to be there. <laughs> I was like, what? what? You don't know what's going on. You just want to get obliterated. He said that in the first episode. <laughs> but, I, yeah. I, I, just, I just feel like he essentially went through the same crisis that they did. Um, he just didn't want to accept it at first. Or at the end, he didn't want to accept death like everybody else like he convinced everybody else to so that's how are, i saw it at least are there any other characters that stood out for you stand out um the brooding chick stood out to me um i don't remember her name she was kind of like raven in a way from dc comics <laughs> oh the I one like- that the one that um I thought the dog was real and it wasn't, and she went to save it, and then she ended up dying. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I liked her character. I wish they would have used her a lot more. Um, but you know, definitely the axe guy. He just—he really killed it for me. He's so dumb. My, yes. Yes. <laughs> my 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 favorite duo. All right, the the guy who the guy with the blue hair, which the main character thought he was gay because of the way how he talks to him. <laughs> So good. Are you sure you're not gay? (laughs) That was totally gay, man. He's my favorite because (laughs) not not only did he get hit with the chair, not only he gets hit, but he has two like he's he's a he's in a battle with two different people: the girl with the pink hair, because they always fight in, and the guy that's the psychic that can hypnotize people. That shit is hilarious. It was (laughs) especially that one where he hypnotized her. He's like. Or I'm gonna make you throw like a toilet paper like you flush it down the toilet. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. And then the the baseball scene. Like they're playing baseball and he's about to catch the ball. And like this was his moment, like, okay, I'm finally gonna be free. And the main character is trying to stop him because he said, No, we, we still need you for this fight. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden you see the girl with the pink hair tackle him in his ribs. And he's in a poor cream. I was like, oh my god, this is so funny. So good. <laughs> so, so oh man, good. I totally forgot about the guy who they think is gay. They he's <laughs> fucking him. Yes, the way he just talks to him. He's like, Are you sure you're not gay? <laughs> that, those episodes were great. He's like, dude, that was totally gay what you just said. He's like, no, no. Good. <laughs> oh, so so good. So good. Uh, what about for you, Ben? Anybody? Uh, not off the top of my head. I like the replacement lady for the bu- the band after the person disappeared. Well, moved on. Um, I can't remember her name. She was she was the replacement singer. Uh, hello. Hello. Oh. It's a fun little anime. Oh, I was muted. Are you here, Ben? What the hell? Oh, okay. There he is. <laughs> that was weird. Oh, well, at least everyone heard what I said. Uh, the um, the band singer, the one that was replaced, the little girl. Okay, yeah, she was the she was kind of the first one to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the bad singer. Yeah, she was kind of the first one to disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 crazy little girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was pretty great. Ah, so good. I remember her like, look at my boobs or whatever it was, and it was funny. It was funny. (laughs) Oh, the anime trope. Yeah. (laughs) So yes, Angel Beats. It's on Crunchyroll, Funimation, Netflix, 
HBO Max, Hulu. It's on everything. Go watch it because it's fun. It's exciting to watch it. Um, so I guess, yeah. Um, what would you rate it, Alfonso? I'm going to give it an eight and a half just because I wasn't really attached to the sad scenes from the beginning. It was mostly towards the end. And yeah, but it's the, com- it's the comedy that sold me on it. It was like, I seen it in that second episode. Like, because of that second episode and the guilt and how they all was dying. All of them was dying in that and in stupid ways. Because there was even, it was in the time where one of them, I forgot which one, but one of them was climbing up the girl and obviously he was in a progressive way and she pushed him and he fell to his death. Because of how he touched him. I was like, Oh god. So it's because of the comedy that I binged most of it before I started work because it was so damn funny. So yeah, it's, it's an eight and a half for me. Nice. Uh Ben, from what you saw, what would you rate it? Yeah, uh, I would give it an eight. I actually really enjoyed it. Nice, nice. Uh I'm also gonna give it an eight. Um like I said, I love the comedy. I think the action was pretty good. The The drama was good. The The characters were good, but I do agree with you, Alfonso. Um, I think it's one of those shows where you just have too many characters sometimes, and it's really hard to give them all screen time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it would have been better if they kind of just focused on a handful of characters instead. But, yeah, it just led to some great great comedy between them and thank you again for reminding me about the non-gay guy who acts gay (laughs) this is so good (laughs) yeah Yeah, he was a pretty great character (laughs) i just remember that what was it dude that totally sounded gay (laughs) um so yeah um hits all the marks for me but it's not a perfect anime obviously but it's a fun watch yeah um so yeah, that is Angel Beats. Alfonso. Yes, yes. Do you have a hentai for us to watch for the next two No, weeks? I do not have a hentai for you to watch. Ben, do you have a hentai for us to watch? I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Ben always has a hentai for us to watch. <laughs> Yo, or borderline, I should say. <laughs> oh my god. Alfonso, it is your choice of anime this it time. It is. Yeah, I I straight away from comedy. Yeah, Ben with um, Bikini Warriors that even though it was short, it was still funny. And yes, Gary with Angel Beats, hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I mine's is more action packed, and it has to do with a lot of soul searching and redemption and forgiveness and greed and power. So so America. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so my recommendation for the bi-weekly is To the Abandoned Sacred Beast. This is only on Crunchyroll. It's 12 episodes and you can watch it dub. So you do not have to watch it sub, Gary. You can watch it dub. I don't believe you. So the synopsis of this real quick shorten is a civil war north and south. South is winning. And the North needs a, a ace up their sleeve to win. So you have these scientists who develop this technology to turn certain humans that they feel are qualified into monsters. Honestly, um, I, I can't remember the name, what they're called. Um, God, is, is, I'm blanking on it. I'm blanking on it. I'll, I'll think about it in a minute. But um, yeah. They use these monsters to win the to win the war, which end the war, and they brought about peace. But obviously, there's complication with certain monsters, and that's all I'm going to say. You get a lot of backstory, and like I said, there's there's certain monsters that have their they have certain morals that they feel is either right or wrong, and it leads to certain decisions of whether they live or die. So yeah, um, Gary, I know definitely you will like it because there are certain characters that have voiced 
that offer their voice to another anime that you dearly love, as well as I. So, yeah, I caught that. Uh, no, Lucy's not in it, but Damn. yes, it is fairy tale. It is fairy tale. <laughs> so, I wonder if you will catch it when you watch it. But yeah, 12 episode on Crunchyroll, Dove to the Bandit Sticky Beast is the name of my anime for this week. Well, bi weekly. So, go watch it. It's very good. The action scenes are crazy. The amount of blood and all that is 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 just great. It's, it's a good anime. Huzzah! Already, thanks for that, Alfonso. To the abandoned sacred beasts we go. Ben, shout outs. How can people reach you? Uh, shout out to Motion Radio, who I'm watching right now. They, Susan and Flaz, both in the chat said hello to both of you. Um, oh shit! What's up? Uh, apart from that, shout out to, of course, our podcast, Mugugaram Radio and She Heals I Tank. Um, and shout out to both of you. Thank you for for, for everything. And you can contact me, MG on Score Chili. Mm. Pump Daddy, where can people reach you at? Well, shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Um, it is nice having a good laugh before work because that. The anime of yours, Gary, was just funny as hell. Um, shout out to all the listeners, to all the followers. You can follow me on Twitter at AliShan7. Alrighty. And you can reach me at Gagalush on Twitter. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Shout out to you guys for joining me as always. Thank you. It's always been a fun time. Shout out to the listeners. Thank you for listening. And I hope our anime recommendations help you find good anime to watch. Mm-hmm. That's me done. Ben's gone. Alfonso's going to work as always. Thanks for watching. Or Bye. watching, Jesus. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Have a good time. <laughs>